Unlock the future of flavor at IDDBA 2024. Registration is now open for the ultimate dairy, deli, bakery, and food service event. Join industry experts, savor delectable delights, and make invaluable connections. Don't miss out. Register today at IDDBA.org. Kentucky is suing the Kroger Company over opioid pills. CSP has formed its inaugural C-Store Tech Advisory Board. And Sheets has promoted three executives. Welcome to Retail Daily, your quick look at the top news from Supermarket News and CSP Daily News. I'm CSP Senior Editor Hannah Hammond. And I'm Supermarket News Editor Tim Inkelbarger. Kentucky Attorney General Russell Coleman announced that the state is suing the Kroger Company, alleging that the grocer distributed hundreds of millions of opioid pills to Kentucky residents without the appropriate safeguards. Coleman and the state's lawsuit claims that between 2006 and 2019, Kroger and its more than 100 pharmacies in the state dispensed roughly 11% of all opioid pills. The lawsuit notes that during that time period, Kroger bought over 4 billion milligram equivalents of opioids in Kentucky, approximately 444 million doses. The company distributed nearly 194 hydrocodone pills to its pharmacies in Kentucky during that same period. CSB has formed its inaugural C-Store Tech Advisory Board, comprising a dynamic and experienced group of industry leaders and technology experts. The board will provide strategic guidance, insights, and recommendations to tackle the biggest technology needs within the industry. The C-Store Tech Advisory Board aims to improve industry standards and identify emerging trends while developing roadmaps that address these needs. The city of Jacksonville, Florida is reviewing a permit for a Sam's Club distribution center, which will cost close to $31 million. A memo from the city shows the distribution center will be created from an existing warehouse that spans over 1 million square feet on 63 acres of land. The first phase of improvements to the warehouse is currently under permit review. Sheets has promoted three executives into their roles of executive vice presidents of their respective departments at the family-owned and operated Mid-Atlantic convenience store chain. It promoted Emily Sheets to executive vice president of strategy and information technology, Ryan Sheets to executive vice president of marketing and supply chain, and Trevor Walter to executive vice president of petroleum supply management. Expect pharmacies to continue to grow their health care services and for grocers like Walmart and Kroger to outpace traditional pharmacy retailers over the coming months. A report from CoreSight Research shows positive but slow growth for the market. The drugstore and pharmacy sector revenue is projected to grow 4.7% year-over-year in 2024 and almost $374 billion. That's a slowdown compared to 2023 when the estimated year-over-year growth was 7.3%. IANA, a joint venture of seven automakers including BMW, General Motors, and Honda, received approval to build an EV charging network across North America. It plans to provide additional amenities such as restrooms, food service, and retail operations nearby or within the same complex. The company anticipates opening its first charging stations in the United States in 2024. Ichi America hired Brian Ferguson as chief marketing officer and Brian Potvin as vice president of procurement. Ferguson came from Pilot Company, where he was chief merchant 
and Potvin held several uh, strategic procurement and financial inventory control roles at BJ's Wholesale Club. Grocery e-commerce company Mercatus has launched a new personalized marketing automation tool, Aisle One. The solution leverages customer engagement technology to offer a more personalized digital experience for each customer. Spartan Nash is expanding the use of its autonomous inventory robot, Tally, to 60 additional Midwest stores. Spartan Nash first piloted Tally in 15 stores, and the success of that pilot is driving the expansion. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift weren't the only ones in the spotlight at Super Bowl 58. Lindor Chocolate took the top spot of GoPuff's brand bowl after a 231% increase in units sold in the hour after its Life is a Ball commercial aired. Throughout the big game on Sunday, GoPuff tracked purchases of advertised brands in the hour following that brand's commercial. Rideshare and delivery workers aim to send a message to their employers on Valentine's Day that they're tired of being mistreated by the app companies through a day-long strike on February 14th. The demonstration that has the potential for thousands of drivers at Uber, DoorDash, and Lyft, and others striking for fair pay, is organized by the Industry Association Justice for App Workers. The group said the strike is focused on airport rides. In 2023, Spirits accounted for 46% of total sales at Boston-based alcohol delivery company Drizzly, making it the platform's best-selling category. This reflects a steady rise over the past three years, with Spirits' share up from 45% in 2022, 44% in 2021, and 41% in 2020, the company said. Drizzly's top five selling spirit SKUs in 2023 were Tito's Handmade Vodka, Casamigos Blanco Tequila, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Clay's Azula Reposado Tequila, and Grey Goose Vodka. And that will do it for today's episode of Retail Daily. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more for your daily dose of retail news. For more on these stories, visit CSP Daily News and supermarketnews.com. I'm Hannah Hammond. And I'm Tim Eaglebarger. Have a great day. Unlock the future of flavor at IDDBA 2024. Registration is now open for the ultimate dairy, deli, bakery, and food service event. Join industry experts, savor delectable delights, and make invaluable connections. Don't miss out. Register today at IDDBA.org.